This is Dan Fleisch, and this is the introductory podcast for A Student's Guide to Maxwell's Equations. In this podcast, which is roughly equivalent to the preface of the book, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the book and why I thought there is a need for a book that's all about Maxwell's equations. I'll also say a little bit about how this book is different from the many other electromagnetics books that are out there, and I'll tell you a little bit about some of the additional resources that are available to you to help you understand Maxwell's equations. I'll mention who this book is written for and why there are so many physical analogies in the book, and I'll end up by talking a little bit about why these particular four equations are the form of Maxwell's equations that are addressed in this book. So first off, what's the purpose of the book? Simple. This book exists to help you understand Maxwell's equations. And if you have any doubt about the importance of Maxwell's equations, just look around you. The world would look very different without our understanding of electromagnetic field theory. Radio, radar, wireless internet, television, Bluetooth technology, all of these things are built on technology that uses electromagnetic waves. So as it says in the first paragraph of the preface, it's not surprising that when the readers of Physics World were asked to vote for the most important equations of all times, it was Maxwell's equations that received the most votes. But of course, Maxwell's equations are treated in dozens, maybe hundreds of electromagnetics textbooks. Do you really need another one? Well, as I hope you're about to discover, this book is really quite different from other electromagnetics texts. First of all, make no mistake, it does not attempt to be comprehensive in any sense of the word. But by focusing exclusively on Maxwell's equations, I could go into explanations and give examples and descriptions far more detailed than you're likely to find in other books. So you'll find each of the first four chapters of this book is dedicated to one of the four Maxwell's equations. Furthermore, at the start of each chapter, you'll see each equation in large font with a callout pointing to each symbol to remind you exactly what that symbol means. I call those the expanded views of the equations, and you may find that if you already have a good understanding of Maxwell's equations, just looking at those may be enough of a review. On the other hand, when you first encountered Maxwell's equations, if there were parts of them that you didn't understand, if you wondered why the curl had the particular partial derivatives it did, or what the divergence really means, then this is the book for you. You will find those concepts described in detail in the relevant chapters. And the chapters are constructed in a modular fashion, so that each symbol in the equation at the beginning of the chapter is the subject of a module in that chapter. So, for example, in the case of Gauss's law for the electric field, there's the integral of E dot N hat dA. There's a module in that chapter about E, the electric field. A module about dot, that is the dot product. A module about N hat, the unit normal vector. And then some combinations, such as what does E dot N hat mean, or what is the integral of E dot N hat dA. So the idea here is to allow you to dip into the material to select the parts you need to review without making you wade through a lot of peripheral material that may be important but isn't quite as germane to the understanding of Maxwell's equations themselves. So in every sense of the word, I tried to make this a student's guide. And along with the text itself, there are some additional resources that you might want to check out. First, of course, is the website. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already found this. But on the website, you will find a complete solution to every problem in the book. Now, 
It's been my experience that you will not learn best if you simply read the problem and look immediately at the solution. So what I've done on the website is to state the problem and then allow you to select one or more hints that will guide you through the problem towards the solution. If you're in a hurry and the hints are too basic for you, you can always go directly to the full solution. However, I think you learn best if you try to work through it on your own and use the hints when you get to a point at which you're stuck. Also on the website, you'll find podcasts like this one that deal with each of the sections of each chapter. So every conceptual module in the book, the one on E, the electric field, the one on dot, the dot product, and N hat, the unit normal vector, each of those modules in the book has a corresponding podcast if you're the type of person who learns better by hearing instead of or in addition to reading, feel free to avail yourself of those podcasts. The website's set up so that you can either stream them directly to your computer, or if you prefer, you can use any podcast catching software to store them on your hard drive and take them with you. So the question might come up, who exactly is this book written for? The answer to that is anyone who needs additional understanding of Maxwell's equations. As you'll see, the level of the book is a little beyond the introductory level to Maxwell's equations that you might have gotten in a physics or engineering text. So it does include both the integral and the differential forms of Maxwell's equations. But it does not go into advanced topics because I wanted to keep the focus squarely on the fundamentals. My experience has been if you're well grounded in the fundamentals, then you'll be ready to delve into the more advanced topics. But this book is to help you get that foundation in place. So maybe you're an undergraduate who is seeing Maxwell's equations for the first time. Maybe you've seen them and you're now getting ready to take a standard exam like the GRE this book should help you review for that, and its modular nature should help you find the parts you need to review quickly. And if you're a graduate student who's getting ready to take some comprehensive or oral exams, and you think Maxwell's equations might be one of the topics of those exams, might be a good idea to take a look at the expanded view of each of the relevant equations and just make sure you understand the concepts of those equations and how to use them. And if you're not one of those types of students, if you're a young person or a lifelong learner who's just curious about electric and magnetic fields, I've tried to make this understandable for you as well. As for the style of the book, like the style of these podcasts, I tried to keep it informal using just enough mathematical rigor so that you can be sure the concepts presented here are correct, but I don't think you'll be distracted by a level of mathematical detail that might make it harder for you to see the fundamental concepts. And as you're gonna see, there are plenty of physical analogies. For example, comparing electric and magnetic fields to velocity fields of a flowing fluid. Those are in there because I think that's the very best way to get a physical understanding of what's going on with the various vector fields that are the subject of Maxwell's equations. Maxwell himself was very big on using physical analogies to help gain insight into the relationships between quantities. He understood these physical analogies don't tell you much about the quantities themselves. They tell you a great deal about the relationships between quantities. And that's how physical analogies are used in this book. Finally, why these four equations, or eight if you count the integral and differential form, as you may know, when Maxwell wrote his equations, there were 20 of them. That's largely because he wrote out the vector components as separate equations, and he included some related equations. But today, we've come to define these four equations as Maxwell's equations. 
Gauss's law for the electric field, Gauss's law for the magnetic field, Faraday's law, and the Ampere-Maxwell law. Those are the subject of this book and of these podcasts.